We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You asked us 21 questions, and most of them are not about the Chiefs, I don't think, this week. This is great. What's up, everybody? Ken Swanson. Uh, We are hanging out here on uh, the KCSN YouTube channel, podcast channel, answering the questions from subscribers. They always ask wonderful questions. Uh, By the way, if you're not a KCSN subscriber, you have an opportunity uh, to win tickets every single week this season with our partnership with Tickets for Less. Uh, and our, when I say our, I mean uh, Marlia Campbell here, uh, the newest addition to KC Sports Network. Marlia, hello. hello. How are you? Super excited to be here. My first official podcast as part of the network, which is fun. This is uh, fun. And these questions are great. I'm excited to get into them. I think yeah. we have a good number of food ones in the mix. It's like half food, half cheese, which is great. I think they, I think, yeah, like I, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Like, I think they heard me and Tucker were in on this and like, they just immediately started coming in with food with food <laughs> takes because we give the most unique ones typically like we get made fun of very often on the KCS in discord mostly me for uh-huh. for my food steaks i mean tucker's chugging seltzers that are like eggnog eggnog seltzers for crying out loud see i'm on tucker's side with that i'm in what? the like weird holiday packs and stuff yeah i side with tucker on that oh this this episode could get extremely <laughs> interesting get yeah <laughs> this could get really interesting uh-huh. We uh all right, so we have some questions here from all the subscribers. Thank you all so much. We'll start with this. Raspberry Pie 15 asks, any interest in Odell Beckham Jr. Or are we completely happy with the wide receiver room? If there's any interest, a one-year deal or multi-deal, multi-year deal to try and keep uh Odell Beckham Jr., Sky, whoever else in the core moving forward. What do you think, Mar Marley? Is there any interest in Odell Beckham Jr. at this point? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into the one-year deal idea. I think it'd be nice to add some uh you know, veteran talent to that group. Um, that said, I am happy with the room right now. I think, you know, we added a lot of good targets. I'm super excited about Sky Moore, but I'm into the one-year deal. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not, I'm all right with it. Uh, I will just see. I think, I think that it just depends on special teams, like how many yeah. special teams guys that they've got to hold on to. And I think that's always like a big question when, when the roster cuts kind of get down is like how many of these guys on the roster can play special teams. And like, if you can squeeze another one of those veterans, that's going to actually play on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Or maybe you lean on another position. We were talking about this on the lab the other day. It's like going to be interesting to see how this receiver room shakes out because there doesn't seem to a lot to be like be a a ton of core special teamers. Uh, Connor DC asks, assuming the chiefs carry six of both, uh who are your six wide receivers and six cornerbacks to make the final roster that's a great question 
I really want to cheat and just add James Bradbury into the mix, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, hey, why not? YOLO, shoot your shot. Um, I think Rashad Fenton, Lonnie Johnson, Trent McDovey, Legereus Sneed, Jalen Watson, and let's go for now, I guess. <sighs> DeAndre or Joshua Williams. Joshua Williams. I forgot about Joshua Williams. So there's your yeah. six six defensive backs or cornerbacks receiver. Uh let's go. Uh McCole Hardman, Sky Moore. Uh let's go. Juju Marquez Valdez Scantling. Let's go. Justin Ross. I was waiting for that. I was I'm waiting going, to hear if you had him or not. I'm, I'm going Justin Ross. And then I this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy. I'm gonna go Marcus Kemp. He's not even on the roster right now. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I just, I, this is for this. This is for the special teams purposes. Like, I feel like Dave Tobe's gonna try to get his roster influence. Just you know, like he's gonna have, he's gonna go stand on a table to get a special teams only type guy, and he loves Marcus Kemp. Like, I can yeah. see the Chiefs adding Marcus Kemp like down the road here in like the next couple months on a vet right. minimum deal. You know, so who do you have at six and seven? Who's your first out? Well, Cornell Powell is probably pretty close there, I would say. Um, I, I maybe Darius Fountain. I just think they've thrown like I, Josh Gordon. Like I, I don't think Josh Gordon's making the team this year. I just don't yeah. like. It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. I yeah. don't know. Uh, all right, Zach Eisen asked outside of the top guys, Karloftis, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Melvin Ingram, who do you think has the most pass rush production, Marlia? Hmm, okay. Um, I mean, Derek Nottie, what do you think? That would hey, I'm excited he, for Karloftis, but I'm gonna go Derek Nottie for that one. He snuck in there and got a little, yeah. he, he snuck in there and got a little production last year. I think he, went, yeah, how many sacks did he want? He had like a, he had like his best sack season last yeah, year. Yeah, he did in 2021. He kind of snuck in there. He had like a, a three sack season. Like that sounds about right compared to those guys. Taylor Stallworth is the other one that I would kind of keep my eye on too because like sure. he's got a little bit of pass rush juice, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Kind of eliminate a big, a big four there, but. Yeah, I know. That's like, you know. Other than that. Basically asking who's making the team. <laughs> uh, Bones Jackson asks, I found some difference of opinions when discussion of uh, uh, James Bradbury happened. It seemed as if Maddie was looking at a three-year deal while Kent or Craig were maybe looking at just at a 2022-year uh, deal. Did I miss something? I didn't see him addressed, even though the disagreement was obvious. <laughs> I would have loved a conversation about the difference between 2022 and 23 through 25 which also played into Tyreek right I actually was probably more on the one-year deal side too um yeah I, you know I, it's tricky I I don't know if I don't know if Maddie is all in was necessarily saying a three-year deal either I think it's just all about how much it costs you this year sure. and and so <clears throat> excuse me there's a lot of different ways you can like it like there's some, you know they could push some of the the cap down down the road a little bit here if they wanted to to help you know alleviate that but that's on that not likely to be earned incentives so i don't really know if 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 maddie was all in on a one-year deal there's just a, i think the discussion for us is how much you were willing to pay him in one year and yeah. that's where it gets tricky i don't know where you sit on the i don't know if we've asked you your opinion on the james bradbury situation are you are you pro bradbury or are you so, so I'm not. pro. I listened to you guys talking today. I'm pro with the price tag. I mean, I think the four to five guaranteed idea, mm -hmm. I'm pro that. But um, yeah, I mean, you start talking higher and it start get, starts getting difficult with cap space. But I'm going to say I'm pro 
Bradbury signing for what for the one year, not for the three. Yeah, I think you get him in the right deal. I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, especially like this seems like a little bit of mystery with Rashad Fenton's situation too. Like, yeah. I just don't even know exactly what's going on there. All right, we've got a question specifically for you, Marlia. Uh, our guy Kay Gumminger. He came down to Kingdom Bar and Grill and hung out. It was great to to meet him face to face. We'd been on Zoom before and some of that stuff. But uh, for Marlia, who is the one person you can't wait to interview and tell their story, both in KC and if you got the chance to do anyone outside of Kansas City? Love it. Love that question. So um, one of the podcasts I'm going to start here is a uh, women's sports podcast. Um, so I'm going to answer it from that perspective on who I'm excited to interview. And I've actually been doing a series kind of on this line for the last year. So I'm going to cheat and say someone I've already interviewed. But <laughs> um, Tamika Dixon played at KU in the yeah. 90s. And uh, she talked about how growing up, she wanted to play in the NBA because the WNBA didn't exist. So she didn't have that role model to look up to. Well, then she ended up being in the first ever draft class in the WNBA, uh, I want to say 97. Uh, and it's cool because it came full circle because when I was growing up, I had Tamika Dixon to look up to. So I had a woman to look up to that Tamika Dixon didn't have. So I love, she's the coolest person in the world. Uh, I don't only want to be friends with her. I want to be Tamika Dixon. She's <laughs> like super cool. Um, so yeah, I'll say Tamika Dixon. I love my conversation with her and I'm excited to talk to her again. And then who I'm looking forward to, um, I'm going to go with another KU women's basketball player in Lynette Woodard. I haven't gotten to talk to her yet, and yeah. she's incredible. So, well, yeah. she's a legend around these parts, too. Yeah, yeah, that is for sure. So, you, uh, I mean, so I don't know if I may give people a chance to let you know a little bit about your collegiate sports background. Maybe just let people know a little about, about your situation and, yeah. and, and your story. Yeah, so I grew up in Kansas City, uh, went to Shawnee Mission West, quick little Viking shout out, but, um, <laughs> Then I uh, went to the University of Wyoming, played basketball and scholarship there for four years, and then came back to Topeka, where I am now. I'm the sports director at the CBS station here at WRBW. But, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so we got a we got a we got a baller. She, I think you're like the most accomplished athlete at KC Sports Network now. So, <laughs> I'm uh, trying to think. That's probably not true, but I'll take the, I mean, just like you know, the I'm NFL not, guys. Yes, I'll take whatever. that. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh isaac hugh asks now that the draft is over and the roster is mostly set if you could add one player from any team in the afc uh who would it be well i'd be probably going to look at pass rush um man i tj watt wouldn't be a bad addition at this point <laughs> um i i think that would be a pretty decent one um probably him i think that's probably my, my like matt if matt was on the show matt would be saying like one of the quarterbacks so you don't have to play him yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like oh take... is this like realistic or just like if we could pick anyone who we're just i don't like the loophole game because matt <laughs> like, doesn't try to answer the question in good faith he's just trying yeah. to be right with his answer he's like boom roasted you've been lawyered but you know like it's like that. come on man like just answer the question <laughs> that's not what this guy's that. asking <laughs> that's awesome uh duncan anglin asks what uh bottom of the roster position battles are you looking forward to or are the most intriguing marlia yeah we kind of touched on this earlier but i'm interested in like five through seven for the wide receiver group um i think the first three four are like obviously pretty solidified but when it comes to Dries fountain and you know those guys um this is all so up in the air right now because we haven't seen anyone you know these mm -hmm. conversations are going to be a lot more fun once otas and training camp come around but um 
yeah, I'll say the wide receiver group. I'm, I'm interested in that. I think that's fair. I think like they're like the, what's so unique about this entire roster right now is probably the most unsettled we've seen. And so I think they're all very interesting because like the churning over of the bottom of the roster and some of the staples, at least at this point, like, like I said, like Marcus Kemp is probably going to find his way back in Kansas city. And like, uh, you know, Dorian O'Daniel as a special teams only guy is probably going to like show up on, you know, a week before training camp and they're, you know, but I just like it just seems like there's some real legitimate roster spots up for grabs and I'm just so fascinated to see like the construction of it and how many rock, rock, rookies actually make it and all that stuff like it yeah. could be a lot of fun like this I think this this whole season is going to be interesting I think it's almost like a like a experiment yeah big shakeup for sure uh HT 101 uh asks can we all agree that people who complain about jersey numbers are just old men yelling at clouds yes because that means we can yell at, or we can make fun of maddie lane for being old that's a great uh, question i love how it was phrased in a question <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah it's just trying to get it it's trying to get his takes it i do you have any problem with like sky Moore wearing number 24 as a receiver I, I don't know if this is a hot take, but no, I could care. <laughs> numbers mean absolutely nothing to me. So I'm going to agree with HT101 <laughs> on that one. Do you? I'm curious. Where are you at? I love it. Really? I love okay. I love all these weird, obscure numbers. <laughs> and like, it's, you know, I, I have a few takes here or there. I think, I don't think receivers should wear numbers in the 80s anymore. Okay. I just like, <laughs> sure. I think they should all wear like one through 19. I like the one through 20, like tw one through 20s. I'm all, I'm all in. I yeah. want more receivers wearing the something in the 20s. I think it's great. But like, there's some people that are very upset about that. And uh, Maddie Lane. <laughs> yeah. Is he on board with, he doesn't want receivers to wear anything out of 80s? That's where Maddie's at. I, he just, I know he just, he just doesn't, he does well. He just doesn't like the, the I don't think he likes the Sky Moore aesthetic. I don't yeah. think he likes, like there's been some like like uh, Leo Chanel. I don't think you know. I don't think he loves the Leo Chanel decision to go with 49. So like there's just a few there. He's 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 got some strong opinions on. Yeah. Uh, our guy Grayson Jaspers asks, "Is this for Marlia? Which draft pick or undrafted free agent has the best value and why?" There's also a follow up follow up question, but which uh, which draft pick or undrafted free agent you think has the best value? Yeah, I said this on the draft show too. Sky Moore was. A great guy. I mean, trading back slightly for him. Um, you know, Mel Kiper called him the most underrated player in any position in the draft. So to trade back for him is incredible. Um, Reed really likes him. He said he's really strong. Obviously, he had a what was a hamstring tweak. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, and not that we would have seen anything groundbreaking at rookie camp anyway, but um, I think he's going to be really exciting to watch. I think he fills a big need, and he comes into a um, comes into a room where he can contribute right away, and he's a best arm in football on the other side of the ball. So, uh, yeah, I think Sky Moore is going to be incredibly fun to watch this year. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think I might right, be right there with you. Uh, I loved that one a lot. Yeah. Um, the follow-up is, <laughs> what will Marlia's thing be? Examples. Yeah, the first one was easy. This is the hard question. So I have Rant Swanson that comes out from time to time. Uh, you've been there for rant. I oh, think, I've been on the couch for rant. <laughs> we were together for the Bengals game, so I've not oh. seen. <laughs> I I blacked out for that game. Uh, <laughs> Tucker's is TikTok. Maddie is youthful Regis, and of course, Craig is just great. So, <laughs> Marlia, like, what do you think your thing's gonna wind up being? So I know the story behind two of these four nicknames. <laughs> I want nicknames or things. I want Craig's. That's a you good know, one. I'll still I think I think we could I think we could I think we gotta find your own, but like 
I mean, it might just, we might be able, like, honestly, Craig will be on board with just like, like pivoting. Craig is great too. Marlia is magnificent. There Especially we go. If you like hang that. out, if you hang out enough on the discord, like you're going to become the, the, the pop culture favorite of, of oh, the gosh. discord. <laughs> and we could get those trends going. Craig hates the Craig is great bit because people, he really? hates being compl complimented. Like just despises what? it. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Is that where that came from? Yeah. So oh, it's funny. just yeah. And so uh Grayson actually made a Craig is great shirt and wore it to day one of the draft. It that was, is I want one of those shirts. I know. That's amazing. And Craig's trying to set them on fire. He bought them all so he could set them on fire. I don't think <laughs> I don't think they're available. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline uh for for result positive and toasty if you could wipe one food off the face of the planet what would it be and why i don't need one second to think about it strawberries hate them what <laughs> hate them for my entire life oh god like How? even talking about it it's just like grosses me out what about what about strawberries is like Every, what not about them texture is a problem taste Oh, oh my god that's just not my not my jam no pun intended <laughs> not your jam <laughs> like uh, i'm just I, but like okay so like a firm strawberry god no no <laughs> i want it i don't even want to not eat it i want it in positive toasties where it wiped off the face of the planet <laughs> oh, oh my god i want to hear your answer now i feel like food's gonna be an issue for us i just i <laughs> I mean, of all the things on the planet, you choose a strawberry. It's delicious. Oh, God, it's so gross. Oh, what my. What's your answer this one? Uh, it's like fish. Like, just fish. Oh, that's Most fish. That's I, like, I get it, but I'm a big fish person. So I'm not a fish, fish guy. Person. We grew up in Kansas. How can you be a, like a fish yeah. person? So do like, you like sushi? It's okay. I mean, no. I've had a few pieces here and there, and it's just, just like, I texture. You want to talk about texture? <laughs> You would talk about texture, fish raw texture, fish. Ugh, both regular or raw. I mean, I try to like be adventurous every now and then. Like I was out in 
uh in la a couple months ago and like you know hey fresh seafood i'll try it's it just you know it just doesn't do it for me i just get rid of all of it although maybe i should leave it around so everybody else that likes fish can stay away from like my steak and my chicken. there you go yeah that's like a, that's a mad answer because you gotta be strategic right uh <laughs> loopholes <laughs> he's always looking for loopholes um okay Corey peter pancakes or waffles is this me yeah um, yeah uh so i had one for lunch today waffles waffle with peanut butter so you are uh, tell me are you pancake i'm a pancake guy <laughs> oh no pancake is a much more diverse <laughs> oh. breakfast bread delivery system it's i think they get crazy. integrated better like you, a, a banana pancake you could have a diver- you could have a lot of diversified pancakes, but how many people are having banana waffles? You can't do that it. That sounds amazing. But it doesn't work as well because the holes. Oh, yeah, I don't do it. Well, I had a waffle today and I scooped some peanut butter on it. They were like in the little things. I'm on board with this. Look, pancakes are fine, but they're just kind of plain and yeah, I'm not I'm not into them. You know what sounds really good right now is some strawberry pancakes. Oh god. <laughs> Fish waffles is what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, like a it's like a chicken and waffles. Only it's like fried fish, <laughs> fish and waffles. waffles. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> Ooh, fried catfish and waffles. This is, this is. I am. I'm still not over the strawberry thing. My face yeah. is turning strawberry color. We, we've gone off the rails real quick to fish waffles. <laughs> I just. It's a strawberry. It's like the most harmless thing on the planet. Like little seeds bother me. It's just a big texture thing. Plus, you keep them for like two seconds, and then they're all like molded. Oh, I, I can't do this. Okay, okay, like, have you ever had a strawberry soda, or do you like just refuse? I don't like soda. I'm not a soda drinker. I will say I'm not a big soda drinker anymore no. either. But like, what about strawberry ice cream? Oh no, absolutely. Not. In fact, I'm going to change my answer to wiping strawberry ice cream off the face <laughs> of the planet because yeah, heck no. It's even worse. Strawberry ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I just the funny thing is is like strawberries can take on so many different textures. Like that's what I'm so oh, amazed by. Yeah. Like, like you got like you know you got your syrupy kind of like strawberry sauce. You got no, your frozen well, like, strawberry. Like uh, I hop and stuff. <laughs> you got you got strawberry you got strawberry syrup without the without the seeds. Like I just over two on food takes so far. This is wild. I can't. I really can't wait for the reactions. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what people think of these food takes. I want to see. I, I'm not just me, not just yours. I, I'm going to get dunked on because I don't like fish. Don't get me. Uh, waffles, not together, separate things. Pancakes. I'm just pancakes. I, me and Maddie and Craig and uh, a guy, Chief Bearcat, we had a giant argument for like a day about pancakes versus waffles. It was being, waffle. I need to know who to. Maddie. Avoid. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. siding with Maddie, so that that normally. <laughs> okay, great. Hey, look, Craig is great, and Craig <laughs> voted pancakes. I'm just I'm just gonna say. Uh, so next question, I gotta see who asked this, but um, what is the best sports arena not called Arrowhead that you visited, and what made it the best, Marlia? Uh, are we going any sport? Yeah, like, can we go in any Kansas sport. because the no brainer feels like Allen Fieldhouse, but I feel like that's yeah. um, an easy one. I'm gonna go Allen Fieldhouse a million percent. Grew up there. Uh, my dad grew up taking me to games there. I grew up going to games there. Uh, but getting a little bit more creative, I'll say Cameron Indoor. We played a non-conference game there my senior year, and that was super oh. Fun. It goes one two. Allen Fieldhouse, Cameron Indoor. That would be fun. I I despise Duke uh, <laughs> and everything about them, but that sounds awesome. It was cool. 
yeah, it was really, you just walk in there and you know, like you're surrounded by history. So those yeah. Are, those are, those are is, is it as big as, uh, is it as big? Like it's kind of small, right? It's yeah. It's really tiny. It feels super small and like it feels smaller being in there than it looks on TV and everything. But, um, the stands are super close to the court. So it's just kind of a fun place to, to play. But yeah. as a basketball history junkie, it was just kind of cool to play there. Yeah. That, that would be cool. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Allen's up there. Um, I did. I've been to Fenway when the Red Sox were good. Um, and that was really cool. That was, was like a year after they had won the World Series or something like that. Um, so that's that's up there. That's probably it outside. I'm, I've been to Wrigley when they were good, when the Cubs were good. Those, those are two of them. Uh, JL asks, who's more overrated, Brandon Staley or Zach Taylor? I think it's Zach Taylor. Uh, I think his offense is unimaginative. I think I don't I don't know how the Bengals made the Super Bowl. Uh, I still don't. I don't think he was the reason that they made the Super Bowl. I think he made a lot of dumb decisions throughout the course of the season. And he's being carried by Joe Burrow. And I very much look forward to the Chiefs finally bopping Cincinnati. Uh, the schedule's probably out. We probably know when they're playing. Whatever it is, the Chiefs are bopping them. And I can't wait. I'm I good positive rant Swanson will come out. It'll be great uh jurors chief asks now that the draft is over and we have a more complete picture of Veach's offseason plan including the lack of major free agent signings do you agree with his approach and what would you have done differently Marlia? uh on the first part do i agree yeah i think the draft was one of the you know best we've seen in, in recent years um i had a little bit of the panic button when i didn't see a wide receiver draft at one and two and then he came in at three and made a fantastic pick so um yeah, I, in Beach We Trust, I completely agree with everything he's done so far, and I'm excited to see you know how the next couple days, couple weeks go. But um, yeah, I'm happy. You? Yeah. I feel good about it. Yeah. Uh, the uh, just so the, the Chiefs play the Bengals on December fourth. I know. I just got those too. This is a good time to plug the upcoming schedule podcast. I think it's yeah the the, the schedule podcast. I think will be out maybe by the time this posts. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, make sure you check that out because Craig and Maddie and BJ have a breakdown of all of these picks or all of these teams uh, that the Chiefs will be playing in the order in which they will be playing. Them. <laughs> uh, Zach Saminarax is asks your favorite ice cream meal on a hot summer day, and this I strawberry ice cream, right? Oh, gosh, is that your answer? No. That's, oh, I was like, okay, what's, God. what's yours? Oh, it's me. Okay. Um, have you been to Betty Ray's in Kansas City? Yes. Favorite place, one hundred percent. I was there last week. Uh, they have delicious. like brown butter ice cream on a homemade waffle cone. Knockout. Yeah. So uh, that sounds awesome. Their waffle cones are elite because, like, so they good. make them at home. You know, they make them there. Yeah. But Andy's. Have you been to Andy's? Yeah. Have I you have. had? Have you had the James Brown Funky Jackhammer? I cannot say that I have. Have you had a jackhammer? <laughs> James Brown. Okay. So they do this thing. It's custard, right? And then they cut they cut out the middle and then they throw hot fudge in it. Cool. Yeah. And so it's called a jackhammer. Like, you know, you just like a jackhammer, right? Yeah. But this one has homemade brownies. Homemade brownies. Not like, you know, mm. not like Dairy Queen chunks of what used to be a brown, like a homemade brownie chunk, like real and peanut butter like mixed into the ice cream and then they cut out the middle and then throw hot fudge into it oh my god yeah i'm on board with that you need, you, that, you need 
Oof, you need to you need to get on that. I'm just telling you. Like next time you're there, the the jackhammer, the James Brown funky jackhammer. You gotta be careful funky, with that not one. Regular, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, that's the name. Of, that's the full real. That's that's it's it's full Christian name is James Brown funky jackhammer. Okay, I know you what just, I'm getting next time I'm there. You just can't say it too fast. Uh, JL asks uh, the Chiefs early in the season run defense versus the Colts offense. What do you think, Marlia? Do we have a? Do we know when they're playing? Week three. Week September three. 25th. The 25th? Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it'll be all right. I think uh, we've obviously shored up that position. And, um, man, I just want to get to training camp. But, uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. What do you think? I Yeah, I mean, if, if the Chiefs' biggest problem is stopping the run, I'm okay. But yeah. I think they'll be fine. I think they've built this team. Like it'll be, it'll be kind of like the learning curve is going to be obviously pretty difficult. But the physicality that this team has with the guys that they brought into the mix, yeah, that's tantalizing. That's intriguing. And so, like if they can gel and kind of get on the same page quickly, they've got the physicality to be really problematic against the run. Uh, but Mahomes is going to score a thousand points whether or not the run is stopped. So that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> uh, T Rogers, 1773 uh, asks if the chiefs chose not to go after James Bradbury, but still want a veteran cornerback. What are your thoughts on Joe Hayden or Chris Harris on a one year deal? Uh, I don't really love those. Uh, I don't think those are needle movers for me. I'm not even sure Joe Hayden's playing football anymore. Uh, and you know, Chris Harris is very restricted to the slot. And I, uh, you know, I think the chiefs team has plenty of guys that can potentially kick inside rather see some outside help that's where james bradbury comes into the mix don't hate the idea of a little bit more veteran experience but i don't really like the idea either of those james bradbury on a reasonable deal i'll still hear out um all right marlia who do you think will receive an extension from the chiefs uh from the 2021 draft class that was a that w- that might be multiple. You have a lot of good answers, you know, here. So I w- I'm curious where you're going with the 2021 draft class. Yeah, obviously I'm going to go Creed Humphrey, uh, and Nick Bolton. <laughs> um, interested to see uh, Joshua Kendo this year because obviously he had the ankle issues and had issues again in college with that too. So if he can stay healthy, I'm interested in that as well. Um, and then I'm going to go Trey Smith. So those I are think, my, I get three. I Bolton, think that. Trey Smith. Yeah, I think all three of those guys are getting deals. I really do. I think they're. I think they're going to secure all the all three of those guys and make sure they stick. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so uh, just Dr. Drk can Kent assign Hall and Oates songs to best describe each of the Chiefs picks <laughs> from rounds one through three. I think like three of them are kisses on my list uh, because I we were just so like Sky Moore, Karloftis, uh, Joshua Williams. Uh, Darian Kennard, they're all just kisses on my list because they were all on our list of guys that we really wanted. And uh, drafting a cornerback in round one, you make my dreams come true. Trent McDuffie. Uh, trying to think, Leo Chanel. Huh? Are you a big Hall and Oates fan? I, uh, I'm a I'm a pretty big Hall and Oates guy. Yeah, I'm wondering. If, I'm wondering where this question came from. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering if there's some backstory. Yeah, me and Matt Derrick were rumored at one point to be coming up with a uh, Hall Notes pod co- podcast called yeah. "I Can't Go for That" with Derrick and Swanson. So, I like uh, it. you know, there you go. I love me some Hall Notes. They're just they're 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 uh, they're incredible. Uh, they're they're legends, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love <that> song. <laughs> they are. It's a banger. They it do. Is. 
they uh daryl hall has a show too where like he brings in a bunch of like modern musicians to come to his like garage it's a barn really and play like they cover each other's songs and it's just it's heartwarming just say that uh after orlando brown who's the next player to eventually get extended beyond their current deal some potential options include mccall uh, lajerry sneed juan thornhill clyde juju what do you think what do you think marlia uh <laughs> i'm gonna go mccall which i feel like is not gonna be your answer but i think in a year from now i know beach talked about it where he said maybe not this year but maybe the year after that um yeah that's gonna be my guess what do you think yeah, I mean, I can see that. I, I, Juju's another one I'm keeping an eye on. I think those are the two most pressing. I, I we were talking about that. I I don't think it'll be a McColl personally, but like Juju or Sneed on this list, I think are guys that could potentially see deals. McColl, yeah. I think, is in a unique situation where like if he goes and balls out, I think he's gonna get more money elsewhere. So it's yeah. like if the good, like, that's how I feel about it, and we'll see. But like I think the Chiefs might look at McColl as a guy that they can they can replicate his production, especially with Sky Moore coming into the mix. Yeah. But if he goes and balls out, he does really well for himself, you know? And yep. so, like, that's kind of where my head's at with him. But, like, you know, hey, crazier things have happened. If he goes out and explodes and and and, and has himself a year, you know? And I think, have, I think he'll have a decent year. I think he'll have more yards per catch than mm -hmm. he has in the last two seasons. I will see on the volume because there's some other guys that will be eating into that. Uh, Marlia? This is your first time with with twenty one questions. Uh, before we get out of here, just make sure every let everybody know where they can find you and what you'll be doing here with us at KC Sports Network this year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on I'm on Discord now. I learned how to let's use go. Today. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm on Twitter, WIBW Marlia. Uh, what else? Oh, shows I'm doing. So we're gonna do the um, women's sports podcast. Uh, I think we're gonna call it Our Stories, and it's gonna be just kind of long form interviews. Um, that I'm super excited about. So that'll be a storytelling platform. And then we're also going to do a tailgate pregame show where we're just going to take sound throughout the week and kind of get you caught up on everything you need to know going into Sundays uh, in about 20 minutes. Keep it kind of short. Um, so that'll be kind of your go-to just to get caught up ahead of games. So yeah, those are the two big ones coming up. Hashtag Marlia is magnificent. That is going to do it for 21 questions. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening. We'll catch you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.